friends, you're listening to Crickets to Cha-Chings, a show where we talk about all aspects of running a handmade business and marketing that business for success while still keeping a balance to have flexibility for your family. I'm your host, Lauren Keplinger, and I am so excited to get started. Let's jump right in. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Crickets to Cha-Chings. My name is Lauren, and I am so glad to be back here with you for another episode today. I know that it's been a little inconsistent since I had my baby this summer, um, but I am really glad to be back here for another episode, and I always love the feedback and the interaction that I get with these podcasts um, and with the community. So thank you guys for tuning in, and I'm really glad to be here. Today, we are going to talk all about getting ready for the holidays. As the holidays are super rapidly approaching, um, I definitely want you guys to be ready for it. Uh, You're probably already beginning to see holiday sales, although certainly that picks up as we move closer to the end of November and into December. Um, So we want to make sure that you are as prepared as you can be and that there's also, you know, some balance in your life. Um, So I have a few things that I want to talk about today in terms of how we can get ready and really best prepare for the holiday season in your Etsy shop. If this is your first year as a shop owner and you're just really not sure how the holidays are going to go down (laughs) um, or kind of how it's going to work, you know, I would really encourage you to um, prepare as well as you can, but also to understand that it's a learning experience and it's really hard to know how things are going to unfold for your shop or your particular products if you've never been on the platform before or you've never been selling those products at the holiday times. So there are some things that sell really, really well at the holidays, and this is the busiest time of the year. There are other shops that this is not the busiest time of the year, but it's really difficult if you're a new shop owner and you don't have any stats or any kind of sales history to compare for from last year. So... Um, You know, the holidays can be a really exciting time as a shop owner, particularly if this is a busy season for you. But I just want to, I guess, give you a little bit of encouragement that you're probably not going to be 1000% prepared if this is your first year in business and that it's always going to be a learning experience for you. So give yourself some grace with that. All right, the first thing I want to talk about um, in terms of getting ready for the holidays is to really be thinking about a firm deadline that you have for when you are no longer going to take orders anymore or when your last set of orders is going to ship out. So every year, the USPS um, Postal Service sets a deadline for when their holiday orders, like the no later than, you can't ship later than this and have it arrive in time for Christmas, but they don't really guarantee that. And I would say that this year, it's even more important than it has been in past years to set that deadline uh, earlier than you think that it should have to be in terms of when things are gonna get in the mail. So because the mail is has been delayed, although... Honestly, I have not really experienced a huge amount of delays personally in my shop. 
Um, I don't know that I've had international orders for sure are delayed and are taking longer. Um, but domestic orders shipped within the United States, I have not really experienced a huge amount of delays other than maybe just one-offs here and there that, you know, take a little tour of the United States and don't get where they're going very quickly. But I have not personally seen widespread delays. However, it's in the news all the time and people, you know, in the Facebook group, the Etsy Roadmap Facebook group and everything um, have talked about delays personally for their shop. So that's something that we definitely want to keep in mind in this year of COVID that there's probably going to be more online shopping in general, both at small businesses and also just at big box stores like Amazon and Walmart and Target and all of those places. So there's just going to be more mail in general. And that's something that we want to be cognizant of because you don't want to be shipping things out on the 22nd of December and telling people that it's going to be there in time for Christmas. So you really want to give yourself a buffer of when things are going to be shipping. You also want to think about in terms of what your deadline is for your shop personally, how long it's going to take you to actually make the things once the order comes in. So for example, if you set your deadline at December 15th, but you have a two-week turnaround time and it really is going to take you that full two weeks to ship it out, then that's not going to make it in time for Christmas. So you have to give yourself a little bit of a buffer. Let's say if you stop taking orders on December 10th and then say that all of the orders are going to ship by December 15th or whatever. You have to give yourself some buffer of the time that you're actually going to take to make the order. Um, it is extremely important in this season and all seasons, but I would really say this season in particular, that you communicate those deadlines really, really clearly to your customer. And I would add this wherever you can in your shop, whether it is the message that gets sent after people place an order, whether it's your shop announcement, which is not super prominent these days, so it's not necessarily something people are going to see right off the bat. Um, but also Etsy allows you to have an autoresponder when people uh, email you or Etsy message you. Although you could also set an autoresponder for your email if you get personal emails from people as well that just communicates those deadlines. So not only the deadline for when you're no longer taking orders to ship before Christmas, but also when those orders are gonna ship by. So if I were going to communicate that, I would do it exactly like I just said. The last day for orders to ship before Christmas is December 10th. Those orders will be in the mail by December 15th. Shipping via whatever, USPS, priority mail, first class mail, whatever, with this estimated, um, you know, estimated delivery time of three to five business days or whatever it is. So communication is going to be really key because people, you will start to get a whole lot of messages from people as you get closer to the holidays saying, you know, can you rush this? Can I get this by yesterday? Whatever. So that communication is going to be really, really important to you. I would also encourage you, if you have not already, to get your supplies in order. This is the time to buy ahead for supplies, even if you do not normally do that. You don't want to end up with a rush of orders and then find out that the fabric that you were promising for this order has been discontinued or sold out or you can't find it anymore and you're running all over to local stores and spending your time trying to, you know, buy seconds off of eBay because you can't get a hold of this anymore. This is the time to buy ahead. 
I will caveat that by saying if these things are super, super um, seasonal, like thematically seasonal, so let's say you're buying Christmas tree fabric, that you really think about um, how many orders you're going to get and what your costs are going to be in stocking up for something like that. Because what you don't want to happen is to anticipate a lot of orders, but then not have a lot of orders and be sitting on something that's really um, seasonal that you're not going to be able to sell again until next year at Christmas time. So you're kind of just sitting on that cost for a whole year. I would say in that case, it is better to sell out of products and not have enough inventory than it is to have so much inventory that you are left with a whole bunch of it that carries over into next year. Because not only does that become really a storage nightmare, but it just ends up having a lot of your money and your profits tied up in inventory that's just sitting around waiting for the next year. Another thing that I would really encourage you to do is to offer gift wrap during this time. So many people are buying on Etsy and online for gifts, especially if they're able to send it directly to that gift recipient. So you want to offer gift wrap that allows that to be presented as a gift and presented in a nice way. I would also encourage you to take pictures of the way that you ship things. So whether that is your first picture in your listing or not, um, I would definitely have a listing picture where you are showing the way that you present this as a gift and you're showing the way that you wrap it if they upgrade to with the gift wrap. You know, you can charge for gift wrap in your dashboard now and it does offer you a place to have a picture in that upgrade, but I would also encourage you to do it as a listing picture um, just because if somebody is thinking about buying something as a gift, it just helps to push them over the edge a little bit of, okay, not only can I buy this as a gift, but it's also going to be wrapped and it has a pretty bow on it and I can send it directly to that person. They can stick it under their Christmas tree and bada bing, bada boom, I'm done. So just to have those kind of wheels turning in terms of the simplicity for the customer to be able to just buy it and be done with it is really important and can really help to boost your sales during the holidays if you just take that extra step out of it where they're going to have to get the gift and wrap it themselves and send it um, again or get the gift themselves and wrap it for their own you know, family or whatever. The next thing that I would really encourage you to do is to update your listings to target the holidays more um, succinctly or more just um, strongly targeted. This is something that we talk about a huge amount in SEO Superstars to really target things for the shifting landscape throughout the year, whatever that means, whether it's holidays or special occasions or whatever. Um, but to update those titles and tags so that you can be found as a potential gift and that people are thinking about your product and finding your product as a gift suggestion and that that's coming up in the search. Um, we've talked about this so much, but I just want to say it again. You're never going to be able to drive the amount of traffic to your own shop that the Etsy search can drive for you. Whether you are spending all day long, every single day trying to drive traffic to your shop, you're still not going to be able to do it at the same level that Etsy is doing for you. So you really want to make sure that you're utilizing that Etsy search and you're really harnessing the power of those millions of buyers that Etsy has. And those buyers are even more so 
involved and engaged and looking for stuff on the platform at holiday times when people are shopping for gifts. Etsy is extremely well known as a gift platform, you know, especially for people who are looking for something that's personalized or that's customized or it's just really special. You know, it's not the same as just heading to Target and buying something that checks the box but doesn't really address that specific thing for your specific person that you're buying for. So I would really, really encourage you to think about the ways that you can update your listing to really target those people that are shopping for gifts so that you can be in their mind as a potential product that would be a great gift that would make that person that's receiving it feel really special. Hey guys, I am going to interrupt right here to let you know about a super special Black Friday deal that I am running next week, uh, you know, on Black Friday. And if you want the details of that bundle deal that is going to be really exciting, a deal that I've never offered before, head to laurenkeplinger.com forward slash checklist and you can get the SEO checklist and also get on the list to hear about that special bundle deal. I hope that you will sign up for that and I hope that you will join us. All right, back to the episode. The next thing that I want to encourage you to do is to think about the items in your shop that are really time consuming and to make and think about whether or not it would be beneficial to you to streamline your shop in terms of the products that you're actually offering during this time. This is going to be really heavily dependent on how busy your shop is and how much time you have um, to actually make the products that you're getting orders for. But let's say you have the vast majority of your products are smaller and faster and lower priced, but then you have a couple products in your shop that are maybe a little bit higher um, priced, but they also take, you know, three or four times the amount of time to make that your smaller items um, take. I would encourage you to really think about the profit margins there and your material costs in making those things because what I find a lot of times and what I've found in my own shop is that sometimes it's not worth it to make those higher priced items because of the time investment. So even though they're selling for a higher price and um, maybe your profit margins are okay on the item, like you have a pretty solid profit margin on the actual product, the time investment is so heavy in them that it's just not, um, it just doesn't make sense for your shop or it's not scalable. And that can be fine throughout the year if you're not super busy or if it's something that you just really love to make or you know, whatever, and you want to keep carrying that product in your shop, it's not something that you want to discontinue permanently. But if you anticipate that you're going to get an influx of orders, or if you start to see an influx of orders, the very first thing that I would do if you start to feel overwhelmed or you start to feel like you're getting a little bit behind is to deactivate those super time-consuming things. The only thing I would say is if that is, let's say, your very best selling item, then you're really going to have to think about whether or not that works for you um, and whether or not you're going to be able to deactivate those. But I would really, um, I would really encourage you to think about it, I guess, to think through what your products you're offering are and what potentially you see happening throughout the next six weeks or so 
through the holiday season, um, you know, if all of a sudden you got 10 orders of this really time consuming product, then, and, and you're just not going to be able to do it. Now, again, that's not a decision that you have to make when you have zero orders for that product. So if you don't have any in your queue right now and you're not stressed out about it, then you don't necessarily have to preemptively de- um, deactivate that product. But let's say you get an order for it and you're like, okay, great, yay, this was a big sale. And then you get another one and you're like, okay, that's great. And then you get another one and you're like, oh gosh, how am I gonna get this done? Then at that point say, okay, I'm gonna have to to call this and say that I'm not gonna be able to take any more orders. You don't have to make any kind of excuses or announcements or anything to your customers, just deactivate the listing. And if anybody messages you about it or if they say, darn it, I had this in my cart and now it's showing that it's not available or it's showing that it's sold out or whatever, um, can I still get it? Say, yeah, I can definitely still do that for you, but it's it's going to be after Christmas. I'm not going to be able to do it in time for the holidays. The last thing, and this does kind of go along the same vein, is to make sure that you have boundaries around the holiday season and that you stick to those boundaries, which I would encourage you to go ahead and set because sometimes it's hard to set those boundaries once you're in the middle of it and you're having a lot of sales. Um, It's hard to say, okay, I'm done and I'm not going to do anything else for this holiday season. But I want to really encourage you to set those boundaries and to make sure that you're setting aside time for yourself and your family and the people that are important to you and separating that out from the success of your shop. So I am, you know, hugely um, a huge fan of building a business and, and scaling this business and making it really successful and really embracing the sales and the work that come along with it. But I also have spent years in the earlier days of my shop where I was literally working until the 20th or 21st or 22nd of December and then overnighting things to people because they ordered, you know, a Santa Claus shirt on the 22nd of December and they wanted it by Christmas, obviously. And not only was that incredibly stressful to me because if I missed that deadline or if the mail got hung up or whatever, then they were going to be really mad because they're not going to be able to use that. You know, there's no use for a a Santa Claus shirt after Christmas. Um, But it also was really detrimental to my own enjoyment of the holidays with my family and with my children. And it ended up feeling like by the time I was done with orders and by the time I could actually breathe from working so much in the holiday season that the holidays were kind of over. You know, I had like two days before Christmas to be like, okay, let's make cookies and let's hang up some lights. And oh my gosh, I'm so frantic. I barely even thought about what I'm doing with my own kids. Um, And I instead, I was just focused on these orders. So I hope that you can learn from that or I hope that you can think through what that means to you and what kind of boundaries you want to have. And that doesn't necessarily, like I'm not pushing you to do it one way or the other. Perhaps this is your busiest season and you absolutely want to embrace as many sales as you possibly can. And that financial gain from that is the most important thing to you. Then that's fine. I'm not criticizing that. Um, I just want you to make that decision purposefully 
um, and not just have it kind of spiral out of control and then end up in that place where it's the 22nd of December and you're still working, but you didn't really mean to do that. Um, and that's kind of how it happened for me. And so I, I want you to just think through really strategically, you know, when that deadline is going to be for you, how much you really can take on with the other things in your life that demand your time and demand your attention and where that boundary is going to be for you this holiday season and then stick with it. Um, I hope that you will give yourself some grace and also give your customers some grace. This has been such a stressful year and I think that people are really geared up for the holidays. Um, but I know that that is also going to mean that there are going to be more people who are frantically shopping last minute, who are you know, maybe a little more high strung than normal or a little bit more irritable than normal or whatever, um, you know, to just treat each other nicely and, and have that customer service and have that communication on the front end that's going to help you to avoid some issues um, if there are any issues uh, over the, the holiday season. One last thing that I um, just thought of as I was talking through all of this is if you decide to uh, keep taking orders well into December as you get closer to the holiday season, um, I would really encourage you to offer a rush order upgrade so that you're being compensated for people's last minute scramble. So a lot of times people will say, a lot of times people will take advantage of newer shops with this because newer shops are more um, eager for the sale or less confident to just have those boundaries and stick with them. But I would really encourage you to have something that charges, you know, it depends on the it depends on the um, cost of your product and sort of your price point with your products. But let's say your average order value is around forty dollars, then maybe you charge ten or fifteen dollars for a rush order. You want to make sure it's worth it to you. So the way that I think about this is. If somebody orders a rush order and what that means for me is that after my kids go to bed and after my day is kind of over, then I have to go down to my workshop and do this rush order because they've asked me to rush it. So I want to make sure that it's going to be financially worthwhile to me. And some people are offended by that and some people are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you wouldn't just bend over backwards for every single person. But that's where the <laughs> that's where the idea of boundaries comes in. And, you know, at the end of the day, while I love the business that I have grown on Etsy and I am so incredibly thankful for the customers that buy from me and love the products and kind of the community that surrounds that, it is a business and it is not a fair expectation that you will be working morning, noon, and night all the darn time because somebody waited until the last minute to order. So I would really encourage you to um, to have a rush order so that if you're willing to take rush orders, which I don't think you have to do that and I don't think you have to be willing to do it, but if you are willing to do it to have that cost extra, and that also will eliminate the people who just expect you to bend over backwards, but they're not willing to pay for it. So I have had people or order things before who have literally said, I'm ordering this today and I need it to ship today. 
Um, and I make personalized things like nothing is made ahead of time. So I can do that, but I'm not going to do it for free. It's not a fair expectation that I'm going to literally drop what I'm doing with my four children and make your order because you've waited for the last minute. And a reasonable, valuable customer will also appreciate that. They will appreciate that they have waited until the last minute and that you do have other things going on in your life other than just sitting in front of your computer waiting for their order to come in. And they won't mind paying that extra. Somebody who's super, super demanding and gets really, really mad that you want to charge for a rush order is probably going to be a really demanding customer and maybe is somebody that you don't really want to work with to begin with. So I would encourage you to have that rush fee um, and also even within the rush orders to have those boundaries and to stick with them and to make sure that you give yourself some time at the holidays to enjoy it with your family and the people that are important to you and to not feel like, as I always say, we're not trying to build a business that completely dictates your whole life. We are trying to build a business that works within the confines of your life and the limitations that you have so that you can still have a balance. I hope that this has been helpful for you and I will see you soon. Bye for now. I will see you next week back here on the podcast. Same time, same place. Bye for now. Thank you.